1: Welcome back. It's the Big Blue Banter, New York Giants football podcast. I'm Dan Schneier. Joined as always, my co-host, Nick Filato. And there's panic in Giants land right now, and that's how it goes early in training camp. That's how it goes throughout training camp. Nothing better than a little training camp overreaction. There's been some good overreactions. They were talking about a bad overreaction in my mind, and that's Giants fans I see on Twitter in my mentions. And the replies on Giants videos that the Giants release and the replies that the fan videos to the fans release about Deontay Banks. Panic. Deontay Banks, oh, my God, he's getting cooked. Oh, my God, he's getting cooked here. We're here to tell you today, at least I am, and I hope Nick's on my side on this one, you guys got to relax on this panic about a first-round pick who's at four training camp practices right now because let me tell you to start, these practices, these dr- these routes and these drills you see right now that Deontay Banks is not doing so well in are not designed to help the cornerback. So I do not have my panic button right now. I have no worry meter on Deontay Banks. Nick, where are you at with this Deontay Banks worry meter? Are you worried about what you've seen so far in camp or is it time to tone it down a little bit?
2: It's certainly time to tone it down. And in the great words of Aaron Rodgers, relax, but it's not encouraging to see your first round pick getting cooked in practice. But as you said, Dan, and you're 100% right, we talk about it every year when the senior bowl rolls around. It's difficult in these one-on-one drills. For the defenders, the defenders are put into a much more significantly disadvantageous situation because A, they don't know what the route is. And B, one of the primary things about playing defense, specifically at cornerback, is you align your leverage based on your uh, tertiary teammates and where they are. So if you're going to align, say, Inside leverage, you're going to prevent him from going inside and you're going to force the receiver to the sideline. If you're going to align an outside leverage, you want the receiver to release to the inside where you're going to have a safety or a linebacker, what have you. When you're just one on one, it's you against a wide receiver who knows where he's going, the quarterback knows where he's going, and a bunch of space and a bunch of field. It's very difficult for, for these cornerbacks to execute these um, types of coverages. And when you're a rookie too, you got to adjust to the speed. There's so much going on. I'm not going to panic about this. And like you and I said, Dan, when the Giants selected Deontay Banks, might be a little bit rough early on. We might see it, it's not going to be Sauce Gardner coming in, hitting the ground running. And I think we're seeing elements of that right now. But no, I'm not going to panic for training camp practices in Deontay Banks against freaking Darren Waller in the red zone.
1: A few, yeah, a few thoughts on what you just said. So much, so much of it resonates with me. The first one is we always talk about in the slot, these receivers get these what we call two-way routes, right? You have the outside receivers. They have the, ba- the, the corners who are facing the outside receivers can use the boundary to their advantage. In the slot, there is no boundary. You can't go out of bounds. You have a two-way go. You can go break right, break left. On these types of drills, like Nick said, there's no safety over the top. There's no linebacker in coverage. These are two-way routes every time for the receiver, and they have all day to make these routes, and the quarterback knows exactly where they want to go with the ball. So I can't judge a corner on that. And you even look at some of the other drills, some of the other corners in these drills. Dory Jackson has been beat by Slayton on a few of these, which I don't know if that will happen in a real-type game when you have the safeties, when you have the boundaries, when you have the pass rush, which is another factor here. There's no pass rush for these quarterbacks. They're not impacted at all. Their clock is perfectly timed. There's no rushing the clock. They can get the ball out when they want to get the ball out. Banks will benefit in the regular season from obviously having a pass rush and Wink Martindale's aggressiveness in front of him. But at the same time, like Nick said, we knew with Banks, this wasn't the type, of, this wasn't Patrick Sertan Jr. Even you mentioned Sauce Garner. I'm even going to use a different example. Patrick Sertan Jr. When we watched Sertan's tape, because we were interested in taking Sertan a year ago, oh, a year yeah. before. one thing that we noticed was just how s- technically sound he was. And for a corner like Banks, the Giants drafted him so high, not just because he was a technically sound corner. They drafted him so high because of his upside, his athleticism, his ability to break on the ball, his click and close, and his recoverability. The And, of course, his explosiveness jumps. He was incredibly I think it was nine point nine six. All right, relative athletic score for Deontay Banks, one of the highest ever for a corner. He's a very raw corner, so it's very important to note that, like from the technicals, the things that you're missing, like the red zone route today against Darren Waller. We're talking on Sunday during Sunday's practice, the red zone route where Waller kind of gave him, like you said, he. I, I like how you describe it. Stepped on a thousand ants and then made the move toward the back pylon. Banks might lose that rep now, but as he continues to rep it out, rep it out, rep it out, rep it out and get his technique down, he's going to start winning those reps. But one thing you can never teach with these corners is the natural athleticism to recover on a rep like that or recover on a deep ball or to click and close and break on a, on a route that's breaking inside or outside from the wide receiver. And those things are there. The technical stuff will come. I'm not surprised that early in camp, first few practices, he's getting beat on tech, you know, with the lack of sound technical play right now. And to me, it's nothing to worry about right now. Any thoughts on that before I ask you the next question?
2: No, I think you're spot on. I think I have a question then. Okay.
1: Shoot it. We're seeing Trey Hawkins corner. Mm. We'll talk about, and we've talked about move up the depth chart already. He's starting to work with the twos. We're seeing Deontay banks immediately kind of put right in there, you know, throw him in the fire, work with the ones. Is there at any point where you feel like, as you've mentioned before, In the past, Brian Dable runs a meritocracy. We saw it at the receiver position last year. We saw it at the guard position. We saw it at the tight end. We saw it at almost every position, basically, last year. Is there at any point where you think that banks should have it, should be kind of moved down in the depth chart, working with the twos maybe, and you give an opportunity to a guy like Trey Hawkins or somebody else?
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
2: I think eventually, maybe, and I don't even know if I'd be happy or sad about that. I think I'd be both at the same time, right? Like a duality inside of myself to just be like, I am so happy Trey Hawkins is seizing this opportunity, but Deontay Banks is failing at this point. And I don't think we're even close to that. I am very happy with what Trey Hawkins has shown through four training camp practices where it's just one-on-ones and those are difficult, but he's doing that against Bryce Ford Wheaton and Jeff Smith. Deontay Banks is up against Darren Waller and Darius Slayton. Man. And a lot of these videos that have also come out, you don't see the release for Deontay Banks. I see him getting burnt. And that's obviously to me, it, it points out that he is losing at the line of scrimmage more than likely. But since I can't see it, I can't judge what technically is wrong with Deontay Banks. On the one play in the red zone with Darren Waller, it looked like he went to jam. He opened his yep. hips. It, it, from a technical standpoint, it looked like it, it was not great but he's also going up against Darren Waller who has cooked literally everybody in camp so far. I'm very happy with the Trey Hawkins has shown. I want to see Trey Hawkins do that against Darren Waller. I want to see him do that against Darius Slayton. I hope he receives that shot and maybe eventually he will, but maybe it's not necessarily going to be at the expense of Deontay Banks. I'm sure this coaching staff is just going to rotate them in and then let the cream rise to the top.
1: I love how you brought up the point about in the red zone drill. We were talking about with Deontay Banks where Waller got him. It looked just like you said, like he, went to jam and he just didn't have his technique down. And that was something I saw at times, even in some of his best film, like the Ohio State game, where he went up against Marvin Harrison Jr. There were times against Harrison Jr. where he lost the release on the line of scrimmage, but he was able to recover. And I think that's part of it right now. He still has a long way to go, especially with his release right at the line of scrimmage with his technique. And that's just going to come with time. He's a young prospect. He's uber athletic with a ton of upside. I don't expect him to start day one as this lockdown corner. And I don't think you should either, but I think it's important to note that that doesn't, that's no the point of the video, there's no reason to panic about something like that. This is how things go. Pro- progress with Deontay Banks may come at a different time than progress with a player like John Michael Schmitz, who's a center, or with a player like Jalen Hyatt. Who, by the way, both of those two players, their other two, or, you know, day one, day two draft picks, aren't playing with the ones as often as Deontay Banks is. They're putting him right into the fire here, Banks. like you said, against the best of the best Giants have to offer. And of course,
2: you're not going to see perfectness. You yeah, Go ahead. Let's make this point. What did Brian Dable and Wink Martindale do to Daniel Jones last year? Quarterback, they did not pick up his fifth-year option. They wanted to see how strong and resilient he was and how he was going to react to adversity. So they threw the kitchen sink at this dude. What are they doing to Deontay Banks right now? Same thing. One-on-one. You got no help, kid. Get out there, learn. Fail, 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 then show me that you're resilient and you're mentally tough enough to step up and then make a play. So now we just need to see those plays be. But four freaking practices in. Let's calm down a little bit. Right,
1: right. And with Jones, it's like now we're seeing him so much more comfortable in year two in this offense. Same thing is going to happen with Deontay Banks. And I personally would like him to stay with the ones the entire time. I think reps are the biggest thing for him right now. He's a rep, 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 rep. I think the Giants recognize this as well. And they're not worried about how he's performing in these clips that are going viral on Twitter of one-on-ones. They're looking at... Did you practice the technique we taught you and are you repeating it? And are you, you know, if you mess it up here, that's fine. As long as the next time you come back with the better technique and you go back and you come back with what we taught you, or at least showing signs of improving on what we taught you.
2: I also think Deontay Banks is somebody who might struggle a little bit into the season. We yeah. said that like his rookie season, this is cornerback. Cornerback is very difficult to play at the NFL level. So we might see some struggles. If you go through the giant schedule, it's not like he's going up against just absolute nobody's right. He's going to have to see Tyree kill and Jalen Waddle in week five. He's going to have to see CD lamb at some point in week one. He's going to have to see Debo Samuel, Brandon. Ayuk. you got DK Metcalf Tyler, Like, there's a lot of really good receivers on the New York Giants schedule. So there's going to be plays where Deontay Banks struggles. I just want to see him seize the opportunity and actually make plays and learn from those struggles and not allow it to affect his play. And that's what I'm really evaluating in year one, because he's more than likely going to start opposite of a Dory Jackson in the perfect world. That's what we're going to get. And every offensive coordinator is going to look at a Dory Jackson, a very good coverage cornerback. And then they're going to look at the rookie on the other side, and they're going to try to get DK Metcalf and Debo Samuel up against that rookie. And now we just need to see him make some plays but he's going to get burnt at times he's going to lose some reps he just needs to bounce back and not allow it to affect his confidence trust his technique and allow jerome henderson to do what jerome henderson does best and that is maximize his talent
1: you nailed it nick
2: bottom line don't let four
1: practices in camp with a lot of one-on-ones where they have no safety help impact your thoughts on DeAndre banks i know i see it on twitter i see some of you panicking no need to panic give him time give him reps he's gonna become the player that we think he can be.